You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Forsake everything for Jesus is the title of this devotion. You know, we used to sing it and sing it when I was a little boy. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. (laughs) Oh, we would sing it and sing it and the Holy Spirit would come all over us and we'd be weeping and praying and worshiping because we were rededicating, rededicating our life to Christ to say, Lord, 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 give it all to you. I give it all to you. I give it all. Oh, how good it is to every day renew your devotion, to revive, be revived in that first love for God, which is the love of the Son of God in our hearts. Oh, hallelujah, how wonderful it is to be in love with the Heavenly Father through the love of the Son in us. When that love was poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, as Romans 5, Romans 5 talks about, how our joy was full in reconciliation with the Father, in communion with the Father through the love of the Son in our hearts. Oh, friends, it is so worth it to forsake everything for Jesus, to let him have first place in your life day and night, and to always look to him and never turn your eyes away from the author and finisher of your faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross and now beckons you, follow me, follow me. So let's open our Bibles here in Mark chapter 10, and Peter says in verse 28, and Peter began to say to the Lord Jesus, see, We have left all and followed you. And Jesus answered and said to him, Surely I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or lands for my sake and the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecution, yes, and in the age to come eternal life. You see, sometimes this is the interesting part of our Christian growth and our Christian maturing our heart becoming wholly devoted and consecrated and dedicated by Him. You see, that is a work of His grace. It's a work of His merciful love to consecrate you wholly to the Father. This is what Jesus brings into you because that is the eternal spirit by which He offered Himself. Our devotion to the Lord will always have its limitations because of our weaknesses and because of our 
needs, wants, desires, and everything else that wrestle, wrestle within our human nature, and that can be so contrary at times to the divine nature in conflict. And then we get confused, and I don't know anymore, and uh, yes, I love the Lord, but I, why do I feel this depressed, and why do I feel this? And all of that is the natural nature, and, and you cannot, by your own strength, be wholly dedicated to God. It, you can't do it. Why not? Because there's sin in your natural nature, and that sin will not let you be able to give yourself fully. It will always contend and argue, and, and, it always, and the more you try, the more depressed you get. So what's the answer? The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14, that by the eternal spirit, by his pre-existent personality, his eternal spirit, he offered himself without blemish to the Father. And that spirit by which he offered himself is what comes into you through your relationship with Jesus, by which he begins to enable you, beckon you, yearn within you, groan within you, long, thirst, hunger. Those are all terms you find in the New Testament. Begins to labor in you by that eternal spirit to present you without blemish, without spot, without wrinkle to the Father. You see, the Father gives you to Jesus so that through Jesus you may come to the Father. I love what the Apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1 and 2, and this is a bit my paraphrase. He says, the Heavenly Father is working with me, drawing everybody to Jesus Christ so that through Jesus they may receive a warm welcome in His presence. You see, it is this, the Father who now works in you that eternal spirit of the Lord Jesus by which he without blemish gave us, gave us to the Father, gave himself to the Father, so that by that eternal spirit by which he gave himself to the Father, now we are enabled to be given fully to the Father, to be able to forsake everything. So in other words, Virginia knows and would want nothing different, that I'm wholly devoted to God. She knows when I'm wholly devoted to God, when I'm wholly given to God, then God, by His love and His Spirit, blesses our marriage. When my heart is indifferent and idle and spiritually lazy and, and just isn't interested, then everything begins to evaporate, fade away, wither away, and become dead, humanly weak and powerless. And then our marriage suffers. Our marriage begins to decay. But when my heart is fully given to the Father through the Spirit of the Son in me, then Virginia knows we get blessed by the Father in our marriage. The children and our grandchildren get blessed. You see, this is the secret. Jesus said, no one, no one has given up everything for me, father or mother or brother or sister or lands or goods, he says, and not received a hundredfold in return. You see, this is God's way, friends. Whatever you withheld, withhold from God, 
or let me say it this way, whatever causes you to be held withheld from God always becomes the thing that eventually is the grief of your life. And we could see so many powerful examples in the Bible. Of course, one amazing example is how Esau had been given the privilege to be the firstborn and the heir of the faith of his granddad Abraham and his father Isaac. But for the pleasure of the moment of eating some red stew, he sold his birthright for that pleasure. And when he later tried with many tears to find repentance, he could not find it because it was gone. And you see, friends, it is so worth it to forsake everything for Jesus. It is so worth it. I want to intercede with you. Follow the Lord's advice. It says here in Mark chapter 8, verse 34, when he, Jesus, had called the people to himself with his disciples also, he said to them, whoever desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. Whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. For what will it profit a man if he would gain the whole world and yet lose his own soul? Or what will a man then give in exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of him, the Son of Man, will also be ashamed when he comes in his glory of his Father with his holy angels. Jesus just gives you such clear choice and clear advice to say, listen, forsake everything for me and you'll see God will bless everything. You need to let Jesus have the first place in your life. My mother, who's 96 years old last year, was asked in an interview, and you can go to a devotion called My Mother, and then you'll see my mother talking. And right at the end of her talking, and you can, for English speaking, because she's speaking Dutch, there is translation in English at the bottom. But my mother was asked the question, what do you find most important in life, right? And here she's 95, she'll be 96 this June. And here she says, put Jesus first. I am so grateful that I grew up with a father and a mother who always put Jesus first. They gave up everything for him. And now because of him, we all are loved and blessed and God is with us. Even though we haven't all had it easy, yet the Lord is with us. You talk to my sisters, I have four sisters. I have three brothers, one of them is in heaven, but you talk to my four sisters and my two brothers that are still on earth and you will hear the love of Jesus in their hearts. You would be amazed. And my mother's grandchildren and great-grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren, oh my goodness, my mom is so full of Jesus, that that blessing of her relationship with Jesus comes on us all. 
Now, let me close with you from chapter 10, Mark chapter 10, starting at verse 17. Now, as he, Jesus, was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before him and asked him, Good teacher, what shall I do that I might inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said to him, Teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. Then Jesus looked at him and loved him. Oh, hallelujah, when you feel the love of Jesus. And he said to him, One thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Come and take up your cross and follow me. But he was sad at his word, at this word, and went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. You see, it's not so much only that he had possessions, but the possessions had him so much so that he could not put Jesus first. And he went away sorrowful. Why was he sorrowful? He should have been jumping up and down for joy in the love of the Savior and giving up everything for Jesus. You see, people that give up everything for Jesus, they're happy. They're so happy because they're not sorrowful. Oh, well, I don't have this. I don't have that. I, I wish I had that. Oh, I wish I had that. You know, they're so happy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. We used to sing and sing and sing it. Oh, friends, there's such joy in having Jesus first and then seeing your relationship with Jesus bless everything. That is the secret. Jesus said to the man, go ahead, sell it all so that you're not held back by anything. Come follow me and give to the poor. He didn't say give it all. He said give to the poor and you'll have treasure in heaven. And the man just couldn't do it because he was being held back. Friends, I want to encourage you. Don't let anything hold you back. Give everything for Jesus and watch Him bless everything in your life. Your relationship with Jesus is the key to be happy and to see God's goodness in the land of the living. Amen? Have a good day.